What is up, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of NJ Sports Media Podcast. I'm Rose Vin, and I know it's about a week after the Super Bowl, but I just wanted all of it to die down, and we're doing the episode now because I wanted to. So, 23-20, my prediction was wrong. It's the first time in a while, but, you know, it's all right. You win some, you lose some. I told you, though, that the score was going to be in the 20s. Go listen to my last episode. Now, Stafford, the two picks was outrageous. I thought the Bengals won it just because of the picks. Cam Akers should be ashamed of himself for only getting 21 yards on 13 carries. And OBJ got hurt. You know, obviously, that's a huge loss. But they fought through it. He cried on the sideline. He was rooting for his team, you know, and you already know. Super Bowl MVP, Cooper Cup, eight catches, 92 yards, two touchdowns. And Odell, before going out, got two catches, 52 yards, and a touchdown. Now, that's crazy, right? Aaron Donald, two sacks. Von Miller, two sacks. Leonard Floyd, one sack. Sean Robinson, one sack. Ernest Jones, one sack. So it was all around great defense from them. Great defense. Matt Gay went one for one with field goals, whatever. Um, and I just think that the Bengals, the young, the young of the Bengals hurt them. I think it was the experience in the NFL. That won won it for the Rams. But for the Bengals, 22 for 33 for 263 yards and a touchdown. Great game for Joe Burrow. Then Joe Mixon actually got a throwing touchdown for six yards. Now Joe Mixon, 15 carries, 72 yards. T. Higgins got four catches, two touchdowns, and 100 yards. And I said this in the last episode that T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd were going to be the difference. Tyler Boyd got five catches, 48 yards. Jamar Chase, five catches, 89 yards. And Uzoma, he was playing hurt, but still got two catches for 11. Now, my thoughts on this, and I really do think that it was a very well-played game by both sides. Third down efficiency was Terrible for the Bengals. They went 3 for 14. They got sacked 7 times. They both punted 6 times. Now, the penalties too. That was... Time of possession was the same. 30-47 for the Rams. 29-13 for the Bengals. I mean, it was such a great game. Like, this is... All I wanted was a good Super Bowl. I didn't want to blow out, and we got it. It came down to the wire. And I think that they should have gave the MVP to Donald, honestly. If you want my honest opinion, Donald should have got it. But not everything could go your way. So, but off of the NBA, off of the NFL... Moving on to the NBA. Now, 
we got some surprise teams moving up in these standings really quick. And some teams who are dropping like flies. And we'll start off with the Nets. Now, no Durant and no Harden when he was on the Nets, right? And we're going to do the trades next. No Harden, no Durant for that 11-game losing streak. They're 31-28, and 28, seven games back. And they're in the eighth seed. That's how tight the East is. Third, fourth, and fifth are all 2.5, two and a half games back. And that's the Sixers, Cavs, Bucks. Now, the most surprising team in the NBA is the Cavs. 35 and 23. Evan Mobley's a stud. Darius Garland's a great player. Jared Allen's being a great role player. Isaac Okoro steps up when he needs to. Bucks playing the same way that they did last year, although they've lost quite more than they did. Celtics, you know, they were on that 10-game win streak, then lost to the Pistons. Shout out Colin because the Celtics suck. Um, and then Raptors at 7th, 32-25. They got a really good young rookie in Scotty Barnes, and Fred Van Vliet is always a great player. Now the Knicks are dropping, though. I was expecting these this Knicks team to come out and make the playoffs this year. 25 and 34. RJ Barrett's been hurt. Julius Randle's really disappointing. But another team that's up there right now, the Heat and the Bulls. If they just keep doing what they're doing, they're going to win the whole thing. That's going to be the matchup. Now for the West. A team that is like just worse than expectation. The Lakers, bro, LeBron just said that his last year is going to be when he plays with Bronny, right? And in, in the both L.A., the Clippers are the 8th seed, the Lakers are the ninth seed, and the Lakers are doing it, not the Lakers, the Clippers are doing it without Paul George and Kawhi. Now, Lakers, obviously, they just lost A.D. for four weeks, but this was one week, this All-Star break, so... But LeBron's just keep doing his thing. It's just Russell Westbrook has to come off the bench. If you want success, you have to have Russell Westbrook coming off of the bench. Now, another team that's low, in my opinion, and it's not even low at all, the Jazz are at four at a 36-22 and record, 12 games back. Now, previous years, we've seen the Jazz lead the West from the beginning. I mean, last year they started off 7-0. and I mean, they're a great team. And another high team up there is the Timberwolves at the 7th seed, 31-28. and We're used to seeing them where the Thunder are, which is a 14 seed. But Cat, Anthony Edwards, they're all great players. And another player who's going to be a great player in the future is on the Thunder, Josh Giddy. He's a great player. I think that he's going to have a lot of potential. Now, I know I'm jumping back and forth, back and forth, but the leading Suns. I'm going to go out and make a prediction right now that the Suns won't lose more than 17 games. Okay? They have 10. They're 48 and 10. They're going to not, they're going to get lower than 17. And it can land on 17. 17 or lower losses. Now, the Warriors, 42 and 17, six and a half games back. See, that's where the East and the West differ. The West, whoever's leading the West is always leading, leading the West. There's no two-and-a-half game. Now, the Bulls and Heat in the East, they're tied, 38-21 and 21 each. So it's like, who's going to win this out, the Bulls or the Heat? 
Or are the Nets going to pop back up? Ben Simmons going to get hot. Seth Curry has already showed great signs. Andre Drummond grabbed 11 rebounds in the first half the other day. I mean, I think Andre Drummond and Seth Curry were great additions to this team. But will they be able to climb up that high seven games back? I think so because Durant will be back. But I've heard a lot of people say, That it ain't going to happen. Now we're going to go into the trades. The NBA trade deadline was freaking crazy. Okay? Crazy. I mean, I'm just going to read out some of the more noticeable trades. And I'm going to do the James Harden trade, in my opinion, last. Um, Here, we'll start off with this one. Mavericks send... Porzingis and a second round pick to the Mavs, to the Wizards for Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Perton. So, here's my thing. Obviously, Kristaps is taking up a lot of money in the Mavericks system. And don't get me wrong, Mark Cuban could still pay him. He just doesn't want it. But, he is still a great player. He's just not the player that everybody expected him to be. Okay, I think that it's a great pickup for the Wizards, honestly. You know, they did. I thought it would have been better. I don't know what came first, the trade or the Bradley Beal injury. But if they were thinking like, hey, you know, let's pair him with Bradley Beal. And Bradley Beal didn't get hurt yet. That's a great idea. But then Bradley Beal got hurt. And then Dinwiddie, after he got hurt, he's just been terrible. And Bertans has had an off year, but I'm seeing a rebound in him. Now, next trade, Celtics, Spurs. Oh, I'll grade the trade for you. I'll give the Mavs a C plus and a Wizards an A-. minus. So, Celtics, Spurs. Now, this was... This is going to be a game-changer trade, especially for that 10-game win streak. The Spurs got Josh Richardson, Romeo Langford, a first-round pick in 2022, and a first-round pick swap in 2028. And the Celtics got Derek White. Now, if you're the Spurs, what the hell are you doing? Okay, you're, you're forming this absolute great backcourt in DeJounte Murray and Derek White. Two up-and-coming great point guards. And then you send Derek White to the Celtics for a mediocre and below-average players in Josh Richardson and Romeo Langford. And you're sending an actual high off the bench for the Celtics player for Derek White. He scored 15 in his debut. The guy was electric. He made TD Carden go crazy. So I just think that the Celtics get an A-plus and the Spurs get a D-minus. Because I don't know what the Spurs were thinking. DeJounte Murray, don't get me wrong. You want DeJounte Murray scoring 40 a game. But, dude, you're forming such a great... What I mean, I know Greg Popovich has to do with some of it. Don't get me wrong. But, like, I don't get why you're trading away this next great player in Derek White. So... Bucks get Serge Ibaka in a 14 trade. So I'm going to go Pistons got Marvin Bagley. The Kings got Dante DiVincenzo, Josh Jackson, Trey Lyles, David Mikoyo, if that's how you say it, and a second round pick. 
Clippers got Rodney Hood, Semi Ojale, and Vanja Marinkovic. And the Bucks got Surge, two second round picks, and cash considerations. So Bucks automatically get an A minus. Clippers get a C plus. Kings get a B plus. I like the Dante DiVincenzo. And the Pistons got a B minus. I just I don't know how to read Bagley yet, man. I, I really don't. Cause he is he really gonna be that good? I don't know. Um, alright, next trade. Here we go. Oi! The Magic land Bull Bull. Okay, Bull Bull got traded to the Magic with PJ Dozier and a future second round pick and con- and some cash considerations just for a 2023 second round pick. So the Celtics were really looking to get rid of those guys. Now this is one of the more shocking ones for me. This three team deal and the Blazers getting Joe Ingles was crazy to me because I think I. I I don't know, man. I just I couldn't see them getting rid of Joe Ingles anytime soon. Now, Jazz got Nikhil Alexander, which is a great player, and Juancho Hernan Gomez. Blazers got Joe Ingles, Elijah Hughes, second-round pick, and Spurs got Tom Sadoransky and a second-round pick. Now, Blazers get an A+. Jazz, B+. Spurs, D-. Now... One of the most controversial trades of all time, okay? The Sixers get James Harden and Paul Millsap. And the Nets get Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, a 2022 first-round pick, and a 2027 first-round pick. I can't believe that they gave up two first-round picks. Um, so, before we get into this, I want to grade it before I talk about it. So, I'm going to give the Nets automatic A++. They stole this trade by a long shot. I think Ben Simmons is going to be electrifying for that Brooklyn crowd in the second half. And they're going to rise up to a top-four seed in the East. Seth Curry, Andre Drummond. I think Curry's a starter, even when Durant's out there. And Drummond is a solid coming off the bench, even starting on some nights. Now, you know, James Harden to the Sixers. See, nobody's just seeing it as James Harden's a Sixer. Everybody's saying, oh, man, James Harden and Joel Embiid, that's going to be a great duo. How? Is it just going to be Joel carrying, you know, don't get me wrong, Joel's not going to carry. But it's two guys who love the ball in their hands. And I don't know how this is going to go. I'm, I'm, I'm really going to be serious here. I don't think that this is going to work out, James Harden and Philly, just because they both bring love bring up the ball. Even though Joel's a center, he loves the ball in his hands at all times. But, you know, James Harden really lightened up to that when he went to Brooklyn. So... But how, I want to see how the teams respond. I mean, the Nets are, have already had a few games with uh, Curry and Drummond. And they've done exceptionally well. And no Ben Simmons yet because he's still got to go through everything since he hasn't played this season. But that's all good. That's all good. 
it's all right. I love this trade for the Nets. I think that they're, they, they're going to make a run in the playoffs. Durant, Ben Simmons, and I, I'm making a weird theory here. I think the Nets are dropping down in standings so that the other team gets home court advantage so that they have Kyrie for more games. Okay? And, yes, I did see that from another Instagram person. But, you know what? I'm taking it. I think, and I think that person is totally right. I forget who posted it. But, I, I'm, I'm standing by it as well. I think that you're, you're crazy if you think that the Nets are just losing 11 straight games for no reason. But, that's going to end today's episode, guys. Hope you guys really enjoyed this. I know it was just me. Hope you guys didn't get bored. But, you know, share it with your friends, family. Sorry I was a little late on the Super Bowl. But, you know what? I had things to do. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be it. Follow NJ Sports Media 1 on Instagram. Make sure to follow the podcast and share it with everybody you know. Everybody at your school, everybody at your job, it don't matter, share it up. And like I said in my last episode of 2021, only bigger and better things to come for the podcast. So thank you all for listening and have a great day.